Cable to the Friendly Geordies podcast. Official. Official. Wait, there's a fake one too. <laughs> there is, isn't there? The one that we just did before that is just for Patreon members only. Make sure that you sign up if you want to listen to the first half hour of us carefully tiptoeing around the biggest issue in the country at the moment. Right. Yeah, <laughs> which we, we unfortunately <laughs> cannot talk about because we also, it's... We also need money. Subjudice <laughs> matters, but um, we will... I suppose tiptoe around it the whole pod. <laughs> what, what can we do? Because... You are right. It is also in our heads right now and nothing else is, but look. look this is just don't picture an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> the pod. Yeah, it is. The entire it pod. Is. So the whole pod is going to be us <laughs> avoiding the elephant in the room. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> not me. No, not you. Not you. Uh, not the Republican Party's logo either. We're talking about domestic matters, which we sometimes dabble in. In this podcast, unfortunately, today is not one of those days. <laughs> we can. We, we just realized we can answer one of your questions truthfully. Yeah. For all of those that are asking us about CSB. That's Conan's old network. Conan's yep. old network. We'll be honest. And we swear we're not lying. We don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah. I guess your guess is as good as ours. And we've all made guesses. You can take an educated guess. We can take a very, very educated guess, guess in this uh, scenario, but, but we don't know. We, don't know. we and really like, don't yeah. know. And the, the situation is just a little bit like we're silly here, but not silly enough to run our mouths off about issues that are not appropriate to run our mouths off about in this particular time. Well, I don't know if you've been in the same podcast that I have. But <laughs> I have been. <laughs> I have been. Uh, you know, that's not a pint of vodka, is it? What, this little Totoro thing? No, that clear liquid. Oh, right. <laughs> well, yes, it is. <laughs> All right, so right. stay tuned to the end. I might get hammered enough that I actually feel <laughs> everything. Let's find out. Yeah. No, uh, Let's talk about another Twitter feud which has been happening, and yes, that is that. Um, <laughs> Jeff Bezos yeah. annoying Elon Musk and uh, the, what's his name, the Virgin. The Virgin... At, the guy, Richard Branson. Uh, the Virgin. The Virgin. <laughs> I never realized how ironic that name is for that man. <laughs> yeah. who, who? Richard Branson. Yeah, Richard he's, Branson, you know? He's uh, annoyed. Untalented Mick Jagger. <laughs> Mick Jagger combined with David Bowie. Oh. <laughs> he's uh, annoyed. Um, <laughs> he's annoyed uh, both of them by being the first billionaire to go into space. Oh, he's going soon. Wait a sec, wait a sec. Wow, Bezos uh, is a cunt, isn't he? And if that you want, always been their dream. If you want to go, guess how much the price tag is? Uh, thousand yeah, thousand. What, what are we <laughs> thinking here? That sounds about right, Miss. Yeah. You know, double that. Uh -huh. No, sorry, no. Two thousand. Quadruple that. <laughs> Four thousand dollars for every second that you spend oh on my space. God. Well, you know what? People so spend like ten grand when they go overseas. Yeah, but yeah. not for one second. <laughs> not for one second, but. You could do that. I think it's like $3.2 million is the ticket oh for one hour in space. It's not... Nah, it's look, high. you know what? I, I think that's a bargain. Is, is Amazon, wait, did you say uh, Bezos is doing this? Yes. Bloody, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Virgin? He yeah. had a very saucy statement on Twitter about it. But he was like, I'm uh, very, very happy. How passive aggressive is this? I'm very, very happy for Jeff Bezos to be the first, uh, I guess, billionaire in space. 
Um, he started his company. He started his mission to go to space in 2000. And we started in 2004. And we're basically just at the same level. So congratulations, uh, Jeff. <laughs> didn't Branson already do those mini journeys in space? was like... And then you go out of the atmosphere he, for like twenty seconds, and then come back in. It's like did he do it himself? Dollars. Was he right. on that? I think that started happening. I don't think any anyone's been to the orbit. Like none of uh, these private okay. individuals, like well, astronauts, have. I mean, Bezos would be. I'm not surprised. He would be the one. Like if, if anyone's going to be like a holiday on the moon, it's going to be Bezos. Like I, you know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be. It was going to be. A Who Bezos. would be incredibly sad if? <laughs> That's a failure. Failure to launch. Jeff Bezos, probably. <laughs> yeah, he would be sad. What, like the first, <laughs> the first, like some poor couple from like, you know, no. Florida or some like two rich ass millionaires from Florida, like, yay. And it's like, <laughs> oh no, it just explodes on entry. That would be horrible. Yes, that would be really sad. But people that will pay $3.2 million to go to space for one hour, I think that's a good mix of people. Uh, to blow up. Oh, you would say that. Kami Harris's. Kami <laughs> Harris. Yeah, she's related to me. Stop it, okay? Um, so You're jealous of wealth creators. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, like, uh, at least Bezos is expanding from, you know, books. <laughs> I guess it's inevitable. That is a weird little trajectory in life. How strange is that, that everybody who has become unfathomably rich in this day and age just came up with the right button. Isn't that what he's all rich for? It's just like, hey, hey, before me, you had to press seven buttons to buy something <laughs> online. I deserve to be in space. Okay, the other thing that I wanted you're, to show you guys... You're right, aren't you? It's just like, your productivity... Uh, no, what's that shit called? Your, uh, your bandwidth has been upgraded by 0.7 of a gigabyte. What does that mean? It's four seconds faster. Right, so what does that mean for you monetarily? $70 billion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make more than Canada could make in a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I mean, oh. okay, uh, the other thing that I wanted to show you guys, look at the picture of the rocket. Oh. What does that remind you of? Dude. Everyone at home. A vagina. It looks like the Austin penis rocket. A uh, oh, fucking Austin Powers Why penis does it rocket. look exactly like a fucking... Penis. And it also looks exactly like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that's why he made it. What? That's why he made it that way. What? So it is just a replica of his troll. I guess so. That is so ridiculous. That is. And it kind of looks like it's to size from that photo as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's teeny. And then he also just had to invent shrink technology just so he could get inside. Do you uh, think they would call it premature ejaculation if it launches too early? And when Virgin tries it and theirs explodes, Virgin needs Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubbing, rubbing Vaseline all over. It's like, come on there. Yeah. Shake it. Well, we all know that they can't hear your voice, like apparently. Well, yeah, right. you are really distant and faint. Yeah. What'd I do? Can you hear me now? I don't know, but it always sounds like that janitor from our high school getting angry at someone from across the oval being like, Hey! Hey, don't go in there, look! I love that guy! The trombone player slash cleaner slash canteen till guy. Slash international man of mystery. There's so many questions about that. How do you know trombone? Why are you here? 
And the biggest question of all, why do you have a Spanish accent? Yeah. Why <laughs> Who in Australia, also, apart from people in Bondi? Don't forget this. Why do you play in the school orchestra? You're like 60. Yeah, that's right. And, just like, wham, and also wham, on top wham. of that, like, you're all right, but there are kids that are better than you. Yeah, much better. So, so why are you better. first trombone? <laughs> I mean, that guy was, was really seniority nice. Though. This is Japan. He was really nice though. Like he had that, he, he literally was Mr. Giannopoulos, the character, except less Greek, more maybe, I don't know. Serbian or something? Well, I can't imagine Mr. Giannopoulos ever wearing short shorts. <laughs> yeah, true. What was with that? And with the safari pants? That, that was it was just, just like, like, don't you reckon even Richard Branson would <laughs> be like, oh, that's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, people age, people want us to talk about, turn Miss Love's mic up, it's still quiet. I just, still? just just pull it up. It like, no, be, no, no, like, just, yeah. Just, it can't be that. Yeah, yeah, that's better, that's better. Is it? Okay. Yeah, that's better. Um, People want to talk about high school heroes. I don't know. Why? If, I don't know because I guess maybe you guys were talking about schools and shit. Oh, yes, that explains it. <laughs> I remember this one guy recently because I saw like an Instagram post of this kid who, poor guy, he was like bullied heaps when in in high school, but he used to do fucked up shit. I just saw his Instagram post and he was talking about Palestinians. Guess what? He does not like Israel. Um. Neither do Why I. Why do you all of a yeah, sudden? Yeah, no, no, just this, like, is, this is a Bill Maher talk show. Contrarian. No, no, I don't like Israel <laughs> either. It's just that I eat pork. But like, he used to do this legitimately. He had this issue with, and this is when we were fucking old. We were like 15, 16 years old. He would, I remember the first time I noticed it, we were sitting in physics class and I was just looking at him. He was like a little bit crazy. When I say crazy, undiagnosed autism probably, now that I think about it, but uh, he, I like he, how that's just the big catcher. Crazy. <laughs> well, at the time I didn't know what it was, but now in hindsight it makes sense. But he used to like um, he would he was he was go good at studies. But anyways, he what he would do is like, I remember he had a packet of uh candy in his hand with like a, a wrapper, Fanta candy. It's like a third world candy which tastes like Fanta. He would take. I doubt that. He would take Fanti it out. Candy. Yeah, Fanti candy. He would take <laughs> it out, and he did this in front of me. He threw the candy on the floor and ate the wrapper. Oh. <laughs> and not just that. Not just that. One time, he he had a fucked up thing. He one time we were eating. Um, we were like we were just having lunch in class for some reason. I can't remember why we were having it in class. But he was having a banana. He did the same fucking thing. You looked uh, at his table, it was just the actual banana and the banana peel was gone. What <laughs> yeah. the hell? Is that a high school hero Dude, or that's not? That's how you reverse global warming. Just <laughs> that guy going around eating rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, he got further bullied. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, you can't blame the kids, can you? Yeah. Uh, damn, that's that's. I do fun. regret one thing. This is the one one big regret that I have with him, which in hindsight, again, we were all at this one friend's house. He was there. He was playing Xbox. He was playing FIFA with someone. And uh, someone, one of my friends told me, hey, pull his pants down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, this Go is, on. Don't sorry. worry. This is, no, 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 you can't stop there. No, this no, but like, he, he was wearing well. boxers. You could see his boxers. So I pulled his pants down, right? Yeah. But usually, what's your reaction if someone does this? You go, fuck off, man. What are you doing? And then you pull your pants back up. You know the dance. But he's he's a man who eats like rappers. So he's, <laughs> he's kind of fucked up. He felt more at can home. I, can I predict what he did? What? Did he just turn hey, over his, his head calmly 
look at you sexily and be like, don't stop there. Yes, pretty much. Except not sexily. He, he did that. <laughs> he, he, he kept playing and he was like, what do you think that matters to me? Fucking idiot. And he keeps playing it, right? And then the same guy, <laughs> the, the, same, cool. the same Chad. friend. Chad. <laughs> Banana peel eater. <laughs> the same friend who told me to pull the pants down again. He's like, wait, wait, pull down his boxers too. And I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, just do it. This is the moment that I wasn't proud of. I pulled his boxers down too. And then that mattered to him. He turned around. He looked at me. He wanted to beat up someone, but he realized he probably couldn't beat me up. So he turns around and starts beating a random guy who had nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's really sad, isn't it? That sad is sad. For everyone sad. involved. I feel yeah, bad for but him also, now. like, it's very understandable from someone who eats banana peels. <laughs> like, just the exact reverse of what needed to happen. Because that's not that response. Yeah. Just had to, Dude, had to get it out. One time, same guy, one time. What happened after that? Uh, nothing. He just uh, he started Went beating up the other the guy. No, and then he, he pulled his pants, started beating up the other guy. Funnily enough, the guy who he's beating wasn't even fighting with him because he was laughing too much. <laughs> so he just kept <laughs> laughing while he kept getting punches oh, in the face. Oh no! I love that. So many moments like that. <laughs> yeah, that's happened a lot. If, yes. if, even in our school, there was definitely time. Maybe that happened to you. weren't you getting punched in the face by someone? You were just laughing. You could. I know the Torbs. I remember doing that once to Torbs. Oh, he, yeah. Uh, once I kicked his lunch out of his box. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> because he was always just so proud of it, just being like, organic, grain-fed, none of no preservatives or GM. It was just like, oh, okay, so a shit lunch. In high school. That's what you well, had. that's because yeah. he couldn't yeah, afford yeah. it, right? Huh? That's because he couldn't afford proper lunch. Well, that was always the the thoughts behind it. But also, I think organic stuff costs more. It does. Yeah. I think does. he didn't have money, but spent all of his money on that. I don't know where he lived. It might have been old Mother Hubbard's shoe. Like, he, he was that kind of a kid. Kicked it out. And then he just did his little sheep thing. You remember how he's always laughing, being like... Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He had a kind of response mm. like that. He mm. just, like, finished eating his little space food stick thing or whatever it was. <laughs> Shout and out just, like, just finished, just stretched, and then came up to me and started kicking me in the ass while I was running around the oval. <laughs> Wait. And, dude, I'm sorry. I couldn't... It's. Have you ever tried... Laughing really hard and belting and running at the same time. Yes, it's harder than what Jackass tried to prove when you were running and taking a shit. I reckon ah. that's easier to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like it's happened to me before, but I think the classic one is the one of. Uh, but you were running, off, mm. getting smacked in the nuts mm -hmm. with that art teacher that looked like Arj Barker, and might have been Arj Barker. I don't Arj know. Could have been doing art that. teacher that looked like Arj Barker, Mister Marku. I never had him. I don't remember him. Well, anyway, that happened. He was in art class and he just started getting pelted in the face while he was laughing because he smacked him in the nuts so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fat Goth's response. How perfect is this for the guy that is exactly like the second boss in the IT crowd? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Self At his father's funeral, just being like, Father, right. did that. His response to getting smacked in the nuts wasn't to cry or uh, to keel over or anything. It was just to go, No! <laughs> I still remember I still, still remember once I was sack whacked as we called it by curly curls. Ah yeah, soccer uh, ball head. And uh I remember you know any any uh 
males watching will know the pain of that. I, my reaction was to like shake my head like a dog. I was, I was, I was having involuntary like convulsions. Uh, Why? Because it was so that painful. Hard? It was so painful. And then was that the only time you ever smacked in the nuts? I guess so. You can't. Do you ever? God, you ever you got a flight. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just didn't have an immunity. To well, it. no one Not was like yeah. me with drinking. No, you but just, like. <laughs> Jordan, you were moronic as a fucking teenager. These yeah. guys made a full sport. They were jackasses. I know what they did. Yeah, like I punishment know. poker and like Can we talk so much poker? of it was your balls have, related and that was too much for me to handle. You didn't like the balls? No, I didn't like the whole idea that you, because you didn't even do it in front of cameras, you morons. <laughs> like, how, how, yeah, anyone, anyone watching, like anyone that says he hasn't, Jordan wasn't uh, old, you know, legit old school doing this for a long time. He he and two of his compadres played, uh, invented a game called Punishment Poker. I think you can use your imaginations. Actually, three of them. One of them works for Labor now. What does that tell you? Really? Yeah. Wait. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay, true. Sorry, these are minor details. Yeah, yeah, but, but like, uh, point being, as Ali just alluded, uh, you know, you were doing this in high school, no cameras. I guess cameras yeah. didn't exist. <laughs> no, at the end, we did have cameras recording them. And then we put it up on YouTube That's and right. it got 3,000 views. And the principal was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. You can't do this anymore. So he just came in and he said, what have you done? And we said, um, I lost in a game of poker. And I was like, okay, so you're gambling in school. Yep, yep, we're gambling in school. <laughs> for money? Yes, for money. <laughs> no, not for money. No, no, for dares. For dares, yeah. And... Um, I lost, so I had to eat dirt, and then I threw up, and then we filmed it. Can I still run for school captain? <laughs> <laughs> and let's be honest, at our school, he'd be like, "Of course you can." That's your, that's that's now, now that's our second unit today. Run off to dirt eating class, interpretive dirt eating. Did you ever? Did you ever ponder the idea of running for school captain? Yeah, I pondered the idea, but I just wanted to run as a complete joke. But then someone else stole my thunder. Mitch Jovic. Mitch Jovic beat, beat you to it. it. <laughs> and he got and then the other thing was, damn, it was just, it's so unfair. Because he was the joke. Yeah. I was going to turn it into a bunch of jokes. You can't compete with that. What would you, you can't do? compete with a guy that was just being like, Miss, I need to go to the toilet. Are you going to smoke bongs here? Of course not. And I'm just going to bring my bag for an unrelated reason. Yeah. So yeah. you were the so Ted Cruz and he was Donald Trump. Yeah, he was Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> I was Ted. Well, we were going have, for the joke vote. What would you have done? And he capitalised on it. What, would you have just been like, I really made coke come out of the bubblers. <laughs> in like a joker suit and be like, shit, kids. Is that what you do? It's probably better than what I was thinking about. I was just do? like, I'm going to run on stage naked and just put a vote for me sticker on my body. I thought, okay, sorry, I misinterpreted. <laughs> what is up with you wanting to <laughs> be naked all the time? It works every time. It works every time. And you if you lose, lose, you can't no, lose. You can't, you can't lose. You There's can't. very few things in comedy that are 100% guaranteed laugh. I'm going to be Dave Chappelle and that's some real white guy shit. Actually, kind of. You're so right. Come on. Like, my every story we have is just like uh, nuts, nudity, um, someone tried to lick someone's ass at school for. Money. Like it's, it, yeah, you're right. Every single one that you have is really brand. Yeah, even the one that like where I literally pulled down that guy's boxers. 
Even a man who eats rappers for a living thought it was too shameful that he had to beat someone up. <laughs> also, I want I want the help of the audience and you guys. I don't know if I've told this story before, but this is I still don't know the answer to why the same guy who ate rappers. There's so many stories of that guy. One time like a really hot girl came into our class who was a year above and we were all sitting there and like, who's going to go for it? How hot do you think she is? And like after engaging in that conversation for 10 minutes, the same guy goes like, oh, by the way, she's my sister. No. <laughs> True story. But no. uh, one what, time. So even the brother was sitting there being like, I'll do it. Anyone? Yeah, he <laughs> was. What the and then the, it, at the end, he said that that was his sister. No. Uh, why did he leave that detail to the end? Oh. <laughs> And even we, who were loose moral kids, we were like, dude, that's a bit much. If you would have told us, we probably would have just shut up. We would have told you to get out, and then we would sort of continue talking about it. <laughs> but Which, one, sorry, going yeah. one time, and I still don't know the answer to why he did this. One time, um, it was like a free, like the whole, all the classes, we had like different sections. We had three sections in a year. Everyone was like at the second floor, and we were fucking around with like fire extinguishers and just total chaos right no 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 teachers were there at one point one of my other friends broke like a huge glass window and it shattered everywhere like it was massive we all ran we all ran to like our classroom pretending that we don't know what the fuck that was about anyways the head teacher comes in and he's like what the fuck this is a security like this is a uh what a health and safety risk we need to get to the bottom of who did this. And so we were all lined up and we were told that you have to call, you have to say who did it. Otherwise all of you get into trouble, which is standard. But like we were just standing there, right? We, no one was going to snitch. And, um, and then randomly the same kid who had nothing to do with it. The guy whose boxers were pulled down, the guy who ate rappers, he just voluntarily came up and said, I did it. He sacrificed himself. But why? He's a good guy. No, look, it's a there good are guy. Those moments, but that I, does happen. I look if it An was likely hero. Yeah. But like, why would you do it when everyone's? This is the same guy who literally a couple of periods ago, not kidding, was being shoved into dustbins by people like these massive bins. He was being head on put into it, <laughs> and he's the guy who came up and he volunteered. Look, he is also the guy that just beat up someone that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a man of mystery. Which is why I Let's say he honest. was crazy. The complex That's people. why. But yeah. why do you think he did it? Just the fact that he's he's insane? Or was insane? Mm. Yes. Oh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, <coughs> high school's a crazy time, you know? He got fucking suspended for it. And that shit stays on your record. What do you think he's doing right now? I bet he's like a merchant banker or something. No, he's not, dude. He's making. I it. think he's eating a candy wrap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't um, know what he's doing. I think he might be working somewhere. On on high school story. This isn't a good story, but like, I just think it's kind of it's a, it's a funny memory. I remember I was. Uh, oh, here we go. Sorry, some people are saying this. Man, he really wanted everyone to like him. Sad. I don't think that's why. No, I don't know. I don't think that's why. But you know what the worst thing is? No one did. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> Man, so basically there's nothing that guy could have done to redeem himself. He it's recently... If you eat trash, that you're the bottom of the barrel from that point on. Well... There's uh, nothing else you can I do mean, to get out of that. there's some law of the land, isn't there? <laughs> it's like, like, again, yeah, at our school, you, you 
would have been school captain if you did that. People are victim of his geography. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, people are right. saying that Ali's childhood is fucking cooked. It, a little bit. Is. Yes, <laughs> it is. Well, you've just figured this out now. <laughs> Dude, it's not normal to drive through a desert and like see a ghost pass through. Your whole life has been <laughs> fucked. Uh, that is true. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> I got thrown into a wall in drama once because we were just all so much testosterone when you're a kid, and we we're just a group of boys uh, wrestling each other, and the teacher just being like, "Stop it, stop!" and just ignoring the teacher. And someone throw, threw me through a wall. I just went, Psh, and I kind of got stuck in the wall. Ah, that's what that How do you get stuck was? in the wall? Yeah, it was like a legendary gap in F block. Yeah. That was me. No. <laughs> so proud of it. Wow. This guy Dude, right that's here. that's amazing. You're now. like one of those Pompeii statues. That's <laughs> <laughs> just your body just like. <laughs> they say that this is where he sat and possibly ate either a space food stick or a roller. Ooh. You know what? Because it's public education. I still don't think it's fixed. No, it wouldn't There's be. Probably just a permanent door there. <laughs> I'm really glad I left my space. mark, literally and figuratively. Yes, you did. But like, technically, you didn't leave a mark. Someone left it via you. That's true. <laughs> and then I went to the principal. Uh, whatever. They were Mount Vesuvius. You were the victim. That's right. And then I went to the principal and Mr. Spink, who I'd love to know what he's doing now, the ex-cop vice principal. Vice principal was just like, this is very serious. No, I'm not talking about your editor, by the way. Um, there's going to be some consequences to these actions. You have, you, you, you don't know how serious this is. You're going to have to, you're going to have to call your parents and this is going to be a long, strenuous activity and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And I cried my little eyes out like a little bitch. What else do you do when you go to the deputy school principal? That's yeah. a different kettle of fish. And then nothing happened. Nothing happened. Like I was just like, oh, I'm really going to get it. And then it just kind of just like flew under the radar. I was like, dodged a bullet. I was just like, oh, shit. I really dodged a bullet. I, I thought I was going to get expelled. Yeah, well, he used to work for Scotland Yard. He probably had bigger things on his <laughs> mind. Don't you think he's he just would have been like, though. I'm going to call your parents and what's this? 007 is dead. <laughs> I have to activate myself, who is, of course, 008. <laughs> if you knew this man, Ali, it is so accurate. If I could but he did, didn't he? He worked for Scotland Yard or MI6 or something big. Why was he, was he in a fucking school he after that? That was part of the disguise, surely. Oh, okay, it that was his cover. Yeah, he was, a, he was a cop. I mean, look, that moustache... You just—he should have had a billy club. He, he like, yes. you see it. What's all this then? Just oh man, he, I, he was so. But I loved him. I really liked. Everyone him. did. He was so like stern and serious, and like I don't think he could laugh. He was one of those men that's just like, oh, he cannot laugh. And you can only imagine him laughing, you know, if like a particular episode of like, you know, Mother and Son was on. He's just like, one day he's like, silly. <laughs> yes, you know. Uh, when I won like some stand-up comedy award for state or whatever, did you? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's that's just amazing. Wait, when it's did just, that you happen? Cannot compete. It's gonna happen. When I was in year ten, <laughs> you I think. Can't huh? compete. With speak, is that what you're saying? Well, I walked in and there's just him going like, "This certificate is awarded to a child <laughs> that is quite funny. You apparently." 
that funny chap. I present this to you. Make sure that you keep up the laughter. What the hell? Why was that guy like, you know? The ma- as you pointed out, the man that I don't think is physically capable of that man laughing, yeah. sitting there just being like, you're a very funny track. <laughs> <laughs> Original so ASMR track. Yeah, dude. Oh. Just keep on the straight and narrow and you could possibly have a long and illustrious career in the said career that I aforementioned just now. Carry yes. on. I kind of ah, it's a great demeanor. It's a great state of mind too. He's, he's Especially at a performing mind. arts school. Is, isn't that bizarre? I don't know how he wound up there. I have no idea. I reckon he just he was going it's God's like, joke. It was like how we elected <laughs> Mitch Beadman as oh, oh sorry, uh, Jovic yeah. as a school prefect. Yeah. That was God just being like, <clears throat> yeah, put him in there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, dude, I have to say when Jovi got elected, even me, a kid in what, year 10, going to, you know, height of like dicking around, taking the piss and just not taking life very seriously. When he got elected, even I remember just being like, hey, this school's a joke. <laughs> I, know, all, I think we all felt that. We, I we went too far. I wasn't into this. the joke. I'm like... This is fucked. He shouldn't this, be trusted with any guy, power. Even this prefect. Guy, this too guy, much. This guy's like representing us. It's like the most incapable man. Like the joke know. wears off after a second. It's like, now we're stuck with him. The man who has never won a single award is now responsible for handing out awards. <laughs> the original Trump. Oh, yeah. The original, uh, what was the, the, uh, the guys that do Golden Globe? What's up? Yeah, he was. He was Hollywood such a foreign proof prince. that it's all a sham. Yeah, he was definitely. the version of um, what was that? Ver- what was that movie that won Ladybug? Hmm? He was Ladybug, the human being. Is that the one where the woman falls in love with the fish? No, what the hell's Ladybug? That, that sounds great. Um, <laughs> of course you, it's your story, Jordan. Actually, <laughs> are you thinking of Red Dog? What the hell are you talking about? Look. All I know is it was described by Ben Shapiro as a really long episode of Roseanne. (laughs) 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 Why? Oh, whoa! Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Let's let's talk about things that are less controversial, like China. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was thinking now that we have the political (laughs) capital on our side, it's time to make the case. Well, we might. It's not only China, but like you know how Scott Morrison went to the G seven summit. G seven summit is the group of seven countries of like. Hang on, what the fuck happened to the G twenty summit? Well, no, that was before. So it doesn't exist anymore. It does. Or was it that Mitch Jovic started chairing that? G7 is, ba- G7 is basically anti-China summit. G7 is anti-China. Yeah, it's and G20 is China's here. Let's China is also included in it. So How is China not in the G7? Technically it should be, but then the whole thing is created to exclude China. Right. Okay, so it's the UN in the 50s. Yeah. They started their own little club. <laughs> like, like, like Taiwan, when Taiwan was uh, was China. Okay, so Remember it's the when no that was thing? club Did you know Simpsons? that, Miss? What? At one point, Taiwan was China at the United Nations. Yeah, you know that, don't you? Miss? Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. <clears throat> but yeah. China was just like, this is China. Is that what you're saying? That they, yeah, 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 like yeah, Taiwan yeah. is China. China is not actually China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Anyways, I know. but like G7 is Canada. 
France, Germany, Italy, Japan, UK, US, and the European Union. Okay, you and know it's a joke when Italy's there. Yeah. <laughs> what, what and that? also, Scott Morrison's there. That's worse than... Yeah, but like Scott Morrison was an invitee. Scott Morrison got snubbed a little bit. Scott Morrison was boasting about like how he's going to do a one-on-one with Joe Biden. And once that one-on-one was about to start, Joe Biden was like, Hey, Borscht, why don't you come in this one too? <laughs> Yeah. And they had a tr- they had a trilateral meeting, and uh, Scott Morrison came out like, "Well, I did not mind that because we are three very friendly countries." But he's he's an invitee. He's not, awesome. like we're we're not even technically part of the G seven. Really, he's as pissed off as Richard Branson is that Bezos is going into space first. <laughs> but here here okay here's the substantive aspect of it. So the one thing that they all agreed on was an alternative to uh, the one belt. Uh, and road initiative. What is it? Two belts. <laughs> two, two, two belts. I Elastic guess. Elastic pants initiative. I guess what they're saying is, <laughs> everyone gets maple syrup. Justin Trudeau said it. Uh, it's fine. I'll bring them over to you. By the way, Miss La, I want to take your hot takes on that terrorist attack in Canada. Oh, wait. Was that what the guy drove? Is that what he's talking about? He like mowed down a family or something? Yeah. Terrible, dude. He killed a family. There were kids and shit, right? But of Muslim people. Hence, is there a monopoly of terrorism? What do you mean? I'm trying to say, like, there's instances where Muslims are not the perpetrators. Of course. Yes. I'm saying, I'm like, Jesus Christ. What, that's like got him on the shocking. Record. A Expo- shocking adver- adver- <laughs> expose of admitting a fact. Well, I'm surprised that Why that's your you reaction. Why are you affairing here? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Because lie. I don't know what to say. Can so, you admit it? It's, it ever, Jesus Christ, what do you think I, you think I am? Well, I guess four years ago, your opinions were slightly different to what they are today. No, I'm pretty sure I've always like acknowledged that there's like, <laughs> like a variety of situations in the world with everything. Like there's a variety of bread. So go say it, you're anti the mower. Anti what? The guy who mowed the family. Say it. You're anti. Yes, I'm against the guy that murdered an innocent family. Yeah, dude, I, turns he, out. He twisted my arm. Well, turns I'm out. I was shocked by that view, really. My dad actually what knew that family. Or what? You knew them? Well, like distant, no, no, knew them. Who, friend you? of a friend. Yeah, fr- exactly. That's what it was. Friend of a friend. Actually, you know the guy Why who do you know every American. Pakistan? You know, you know the guy who uh, set us up at, in Islamabad at that like really nice hotel. Who was like, I I'm hope so this so apologetic, is- just being like, I'm sorry, it's the B team polo team that you can play horse polo with today. I'm awfully sorry about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy. His mates, he was friends with them. Is that how you know all of these Paki Yanks in Canada? Yes, because he he spent most of his life in Canada. And uh, he knew he knew like most of the Paki community in Canada, so he was friends with that family. World's most generous man. Well, he wasn't generous. We paid for it. But oh, I didn't fucking know that. What do you mean? I thought he gave us that ball of room for free, but he, it's because it's Pakistan, and I didn't notice the ten dollars was out of my account. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. But anyways, coming back to the Belt and Road Initiative, um, I'm gonna. I suppose everyone kind of knows what the Belt and Road Initiative is. Miss Love, do you know? They're increasing tariffs on belts <laughs> in the region. So leather taxing and uh, roads. It's pretty simple. 
Right, so they're getting the tolls for the built on by taxing all of their roads. No, none of it is true. What are you talking? Hang on, let him speak. Let him finish. Okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just assume it's just a fancy bullshit name for being like we. <clears throat> wait for it. <clears throat> are increasing trade? Does that actually mean anything? No, it's an excuse to travel to Italy to meet up. And- I suppose a little bit, but. What they're doing Second is, is a charm. China wants to rehatch its old Silk Road. Yes. And so what it basically entails is at the moment, it is China investing in infrastructure projects that connects China to, Africa. to Europe oh. di- directly gotcha. as opposed to going from the sea. Right. So through Central Asia. Yeah. Uh, and so basically they're investing a lot of money on infrastructure to build roads that and can carry to Europe. Yeah, to for, Europe for, and beyond. For trade. For trade. Right. And the entire world is like unbelievable. They They're trying to. to increase trade. We're gonna have to nuke. No, but like okay, the the, the, the world's the <laughs> Don't get me started on the South China Look, I am I am uh, the world's reason for not supporting it is that they're basically saying that China is investing all of this money into these countries, putting them in debt traps so that they can use them as uh, strategic security bases in an event of war is the opinion of the adversaries. Is that your opinion? Not particularly. Uh, now it's time to current affair you. <laughs> <laughs> current affair me. But do you, uh, do you it's concede like, that China isn't the best country on earth? Yeah, I concede that. But uh, exposed. But I don't think any well, country you know, is the best. Exists. All right, come on. And no country, I guess Jordan's going to be like, what about Bhutan? Like, but no country is the best country in the world. Fiji is pretty mad, like, mm. even though I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, it depends what part of Fiji. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, but but the the other reason is that, um, so what the, what the G7 has decided to do is also get in on this and start basically putting our, guy, our guys into debt traps as well so we want to invest more money into infrastructure and like come up with an alternate way of going china has a few uh security reasons for doing this too like part of the part, one of the main early components of the belt and road initiative is connecting china's north uh western provinces to pakistan through the to the arabian sea and that's essentially that there's a security reason for that. The they most of their trade comes through um, the Straits of Malacca, which is like a few k's away from Darwin. So they're afraid that if we ever get into a war with the Western forces, they could very easily block that through Australia. Which is why they always want Australia to be somewhat neutral rather than completely siding with the U.S. They have a strategic reason for that. They can't afford Australia to be completely U.S. Um, like they, they need Australia to make independent decisions. Apparently, <coughs> China is forgiving more debt than it is racking than it is racking it up from people. And he was someone was just saying, uh, the number one warring country isn't happy about it. And it's like, well, that's the 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 one thing that I do know is that in the last two to three years, the Chinese Xi Jinping has uh, basically try to get their banks to so what's happening is that china is saying that all of this debt trap stuff like uh, you know like um sri lanka's port that's a that's an example that everyone uses 
Sri Lanka took money from China to build a port. They Is, couldn't. Can you turn it down a bit? Sorry. Yeah. They couldn't pay that money back, so they had to lease that same port to China for 99 years, and that's being used by most countries to say, "Look, that's the playbook: debt trap, uh, take over the port, and then use that as a f- base for future wars." Yeah. Um, but the problem with that is that for China, they're saying, even if you believe in it, they're saying that this is not working for us because the perception that we're putting countries into debt trap is hampering the Belt and Road Initiative, which is their grand plan. So they're trying to tell their banks to like come up with better ways of dealing with this. Um, I suppose the cynics would argue that they want to take over the ports, but eventually and not now, bef- before everything has been set up. But anyway, so um, either way, uh, China is trying to avoid the debt traps, at least for the short term now, just for our public image reasons. If, I think I'm allowed to talk about this actually, but uh, <laughs> I was talking to Michael West... Uh, affectionately known to his friends as Westy, so I refer to him as Michael West. <laughs> don't feel like I'm in that bubble yet. But uh, uh, I'm pretty sure Michael West is your dad, dude. Yeah, so am I. Every time I look at my dad and he's just like, do you want to start up the IRA in Ireland again? I'm just like, well, not really. I kind of want to talk about tax. Have it your way. You know, like, uh, I think that's why we have a trap door in our veranda. <laughs> no, that's just for all the goons. Huh? Is it? That's for the goons. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doubles up. Doubles up. <laughs> doubles up. Uh, yeah. Well, I was talking to him about it because I was just trying to get a gauge on why those guys are getting sued. But I gotta say, man, like, other than a few outlets, you're obviously gonna hear that. China inevitably just wants to start up a debt trap and your only source to counter that will be one 85-year-old man with a blog and Michael West, uh, greatest journalist in the country, turned YouTuber. The thing that they are doing now, which is just amazing, is like Michael West really just pointed out, he's like, look at it, look at every other outlet in the country really what they're trying to push is this we need to go with to war with them oh what a genius idea going to war with china so they're just really saying how about we don't do that and then i can't say who but somebody is funding a bunch of defamation suits against them Mm. saying like outrageous so there needs to be this total uniform narrative that china is debt trapping all these nations and secretly plotting a nuclear holocaust and anything other than that is unacceptable in this country. And spreading COVID. Um, well, but but have you noticed that, that, Jewish, that one. when we got into a lot of, when I, when like uh, the whole, I have noticed one thing though. There are more voices now that are lobbying uh, a pro-peace position. Like you now notice that there's a few Labour Party MPs that are saying that uh, the Liberal Party's policy on antagonizing China is not in our national interest. Obviously, Actually, Fitzgibbon was really early on that one. The, you know, the, the Craig Kelly of the Labor Party that everyone hates. He was initially saying that from the get-go. 
and saying that it was really... He predicted exactly what would happen when we started getting really gung-ho with China, that they would just put on a bunch of trade tariffs on us. He said exactly this stuff. Yeah. It was like Alex Jones predicting 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> well ahead of the curve. Great example, I like that. <laughs> Bob Carr was... I, I heard him the other day talking about all of those projects, all of those, because of those uh, trade barriers, like uh, barriers on like barley, wine and uh whatever oh. other stuff a uh, coal no, no not coal necessarily but he was talking in terms of like barley and wine he was saying that all those uh orders or all those um trade that australia was supplying to china that was cut off was picked up by the u.s so now u.s wine producers That's are supplying crazy. to are you kidding which which is funny because they're the ones that told us to fuck with China. It's the same old story with the bloody. Uh, that's what Bob Carr was saying. I'm. You, he was on. Re- you go listen to him. And that's the source on debt trapping. Uh, well, look the de- <laughs> the debt trap. But the debt the debt trap <laughs> argument is it, even if Come it's on, valid. Are we looking through the looking glass here? But go on. The debt trap argument. Let's say it's valid, right? Um, that argument has been applied to like Western countries pre-china resurrecting right like it was always there's a whole theory called dependency theory which is that um through tools like imf world bank um western countries always keep uh uh like third world countries dependent yeah basically kicking off the ladder so it's not a new thing people just end up forgetting about that's this is the same argument that was has been used for the u.s that's what we learn in year 11 geography. Yeah, and it, there is merits to it as well. Like, in some instances, because the IMF and World Bank, they always want to, they want all these other countries that have borrowed from them to follow a very specific kind of economic policy. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter, like, it's not, they kind of don't even want the money back. They just want you to constantly Bend follow the your uh, like the the dominant neoliberal agenda which often doesn't work like there's there, i can give you like hundreds of examples of that but like the most famous and publicized one was greece which was basically a first world country that had to go through it there's uh plenty actually that's part of the reason why some of these countries ended up moving to china when we say china it's the asian development bank which is a um like in competition to uh international monetary fund yeah um so it's the same argument that's being applied there i'm just saying like it's true but like it's equally valid for other countries as well someone just said some name that i can't even read out said china built an african conference building and bugged the bejesus out of it (laughs) i don't know about that maybe Maybe. I mean, they are investing But then, like, but, but here's like, the other they're, thing. They're, they're making Africa That rich. might be true. And that maybe it is true. I, I don't know. And no, let's, let's give him benefit of that. It's true. But, like, but, you know, from the Edward Snowden revelations, we know that the U.S. That's has been true. doing that for ages. And That's not true. just with African countries, but their biggest Everyone allies. Like, with U.K., Germany. Us. Us. So, it's, Bugs again, it's not a new thing. I want that very, very aggressive. Um, look, it is. You know too much. <laughs> But it is interesting, their expansion into Africa. That Africa loves it because well, Africa is the new frontier, yeah. which is funny because it's been it's discovered for it's the old <laughs> frontier, but it's the new frontier. Sure. Well, but actually, I suppose the old frontier is 
them trying to build up that like uh, the, the Beltway initiative because like uh, I, I think it will also be a lot more successful now that Parthia doesn't exist anymore. What's that? It was just exactly what you were talking about. The fact that the, between Europe and China, there was trade, but it always had to go through the Parthian Empire that didn't really have anything. The only thing that it really had was just being a middleman, just the ancient world's real estate June. agent. June. Mm. Is that what June? It was a June-like area in the middle. There was, there's several oh, yeah, countries like that. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Like the middleman. Like that, that was that the geography of the... Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like what resources are there? Yeah. They didn't know about oil. So yeah, the, I suppose they had olive oil. And yeah, it was spice. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wow. loved spice back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> he still loves spice. Spices were big. Hell yes, I do. <laughs> but no, there's entire, there are entire like countries and economies that are dependent on those like... Uh, Spice. Uh, a spice, but like literally charging people to let them pass through their area. Yeah. Um, so that's been common before. Like Afghanistan has always been one of those. Like they've their entire economy before, unfortunately, heroin, it was based on that. Um, letting trade pass through their regions. Just um, taking a bit off the side of either side. Yeah, taking a bit off the side of either side. Like, And yeah. it's not just like Central Asia. So many countries in Central Asia were that because it was at the crossroads of the Silk Route. Yeah, but the the point about mislove China, Africa. Yeah, Africa is they're predicting they're saying that Africa in the next fifty years is going to be the factory of the world, so it's going to be the oh, only. China is kind of now, right? In terms of well, yeah, China has China. become affluent, but more than that, there's that. also a demographic crisis for them. Which is funnily yeah. enough, here, here's a new development. They just came out with a three-child policy now that everyone should have three children. Oh, so they're upping oh, right. it now. They're upping it. Because the Costello's popu- policy, eh? Because the population's dropped, dropping the, the... Yeah, the, the, the young pop... And, and that's Apple the case everywhere in the world except for Africa. So they're saying Africa is going to be the basically the labor supply for the world. And wow. part of that... But and it's too dangerous, isn't that the problem? Oh, uh, no. Parts of it are, but parts of it aren't. What's not dangerous? What's not dangerous? Chad. Yeah, I think Chad, Chad sounds pretty good. No, Morocco. Chad might be safer for me. But most of these countries... Morocco, like, North Africa's reasonably... Yeah, but North Africa... Sorry, Africa's such a broad term. They basically don't mean necessarily mean North Africa. They mean uh, Central Africa what, uh, Central and West Africa. Okay. In terms of the demographics... There are demographics are right, but yeah, there's demogra- also a couple of problems. No, but it, that, some are safe, it's some it's always like safe. it's always yeah. some yeah. areas, yeah. And you, there, the hope is that they're able to control this, and it, it's getting better. Like sub-Saharan Africa has probably some of the best uh, social indicators. So not that they're they're well developed and everything is great, but they're progressing at in the developing world. They're progressing at a very good rate. So things are getting better in, let's say, Chad. the broad in Chad as well. But Kenya, yeah, Sub-Saharan Africa was always considered to be the poor and is the poorest area in the world. Like I, I suppose really? aside than from like rural India. Well, that's what I was going to say. Aside from like, I suppose India, but, uh, but, sub, but Sub-Saharan Africa is getting better. Like they're, they're edu- and that's the point. What the world wants Africa to do is like educate its people, um, so that they're basically in a better position to be able to supply uh, goods to the rest of the world. Because it's basic things like if you're able to read, you're able to read an instruction manual on like how to do stuff. So they want, so that's the, that's, and, and China is 
basically tipping their toe in that. They're like, okay, what do you need now? I've got a lot of surplus money at the moment. We'll build your roads. But then we have a say in uh, in, in in your politics. In, in your in, in vis-a-vis China. Not like what you do with other countries, but vis-a-vis China. And also like there's a lot of uh, mineral resources in uh, in Africa that uh, China likes to get its hand on. China is one of the biggest importers of um, of like precious metals. I was say it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think it really. I think for like from a from like a developing country's perspective, they should just like value what like let's say you're Papua New Guinea, right? And um, China is trying to invest money, and Australia is getting freaked out by that, saying like, "No, this is our backyard." We can't let Papua New Guinea side with China. So then they're willing to invest money. So if you're Papua New Guinea, you're like, all right, bitch, I'll, let's let's see who's got the best deal here. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what they need to be doing, really, uh, in a way, exploit this situation. But so the the point of the Belt and Road and creating uh, another Belt and Road to counter China is that Buddha once said, I hope that I'm not getting this quote wrong, but it was something like, you don't build three... Uh, uh, like you don't build five three foot wells, you build one seven foot well. Meaning that you don't necessarily need another Belt and Road Initiative. You just need to work I'm collaboratively. Sure. Because if if our agenda is to increase trade, make sure that these countries are able to like I don't know better sustain their populations, have a stable supply and labor force. Because it, it benefits us also, then they buy our stuff too. So the richer these countries get, the more stuff we're able to export. Like the fact that we sell most of our stuff to China was unthinkable 40 years ago. They're able to do that because they're now relatively well off. Mm. So it's in our interest that these countries grow. And if we really want that to happen, then we really need to work collaboratively with China. Because otherwise it just becomes a proxy war. And we've seen that throughout the Cold War. It didn't benefit anyone. Not going to happen, though, is it? It seems, unfortunately, it seems no. Because you look at Vietnam, right? They suffered through whatever, the Cold War. They suffered the most from it. When did they start recovering? When the fucking Cold War ended. Mm. And now they're actually doing pretty decent. Mm. So we really just need to avoid that Cold War-like situation. So what I'm saying is, like, the G7... I'm kind of iffy about it. <laughs> because I don't like the way this is going to turn out. I just think it's just going to be, like... A battle of the giants. They should have. Like, stand by. Get rid of Italy and you can. They're saying talk about China's declining population. We did. We just did. We said their population's declining. Yeah, and what what are you (laughs) going to do? They're trying to boost it up again. There's a correlation between when you... Which probably wouldn't work, too. Hmm? It probably wouldn't work. Well, it works the other way. Why won't it work? No, it won't work. Because, like, the other way, you you can't... You, you can force people not to have kids, but you can't force people to have kids, you know? Yeah. You can't? Who wants to have well, kids? Well, how do you do it? Netflix, <laughs> and eat Maccas. And also, China is urbanizing a lot. Like, you... This is the other thing. A lot of it doesn't depend on government decisions. This is where China should probably learn a few things, too. Like, it doesn't depend on, like, if you're, what your government fucking policy is. It depends on, like, social conditions. Like, if your country is rapidly urbanizing and moving to the city centers, you're not going to have a population growth. You're going to have a population decline. And it's not specific to China. That's all over the world. There's a reason why Africa's population is growing as opposed to Sweden, you know. 
So um, that's just something that China has to deal with. But that's also something that all of us have to deal with. Like we're able to like maintain some sort of population growth because of immigration, which is also declining now. So it's a it's a that's COVID a, hoo-ha. Actually, I heard someone talking about this, and what? isn't this amazing? What? As soon as uh, this country's oligarchs don't have access to cheap labor from immigrants, all of a sudden they're pushing for higher wages. Jesus Doesn't that say everything Christ. you need to know? Yeah. It's just like, dude, all of the ideas that you get constantly of good immigration is great because then you can have more Lebanese restaurants sure seven in Surrey Hills isn't enough no, <laughs> let's go for 20 you know like uh, those arguments are there pretty much because they want access to labour forces that don't really know what overtime is you know but as soon as they don't have access to that, it's not like all of a sudden it's not this thing of like, you know, there are other ways to boost economic growth than to just keep dumping people into Sydney's West. Give me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. that. I'll give you that too. Like, there is... There Such is, as giving us livable wages. Mm. Yeah, that, help. that, that helps. That helps. And this is a p- point that like uh, Yanis Varoufakis makes that freedom of movement is great and everyone should appreciate it, but it really doesn't work well when you've got countries with differing economic standard. Because what that ends up, what ends up happening is that you've got people <laughs> populations moving from the deficit countries to the surplus countries. So the only way freedom of movement works well, the way we want it to work, is that it fills the labor shortages where it's required, is making sure that the countries that have freedom of movement amongst each other are are at a relatively similar economic uh, standing, which is why like the whole European, the Eurozone freedom of movement kind of collapsed because it works well when it's between like Germany and England, but it doesn't work too well when it's also between like Slovakia and England Mm. because people move from Slovakia to England and no one from England moves to Slovakia. (laughs) So there- If you're dodging tax. Yeah, there's, so that, so immigration is good, but then there is an argument that by an oversupply of uh, really... And I've seen this, man. Like, I know... My mom was talking about the other day. She was like, oh, you can't get, like, uh, good labor for... uh, as, like, maids and stuff because they've cancelled... Like, they've stopped immigration. Jesus. So your mom has a chair on the immigration council. What? (laughs) So she's like, this is kind of fucked up. But And I was explaining to my mom, but you know, mom, what's really fucked up? Like fresh off the boats, working for pennies. <laughs> like we're poor. We should not have maids. Like, <laughs> wait, they want. She wants a maid. <laughs> she wants like you know, like uh, people like uh, once a week kind of maid, and the prices have gone up because immigrants have like wait, really. Yeah, that's sick. I don't know if you can get Ugly maids here. Yeah. Job creator. Mm-hmm. You get maids in Australia. You can, but like you if have a maid. We have a cleaner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, right. cleaner. Yeah, Sorry, I meant cleaners. Sorry. I I didn't mean like a maid. Maid. Oh, okay. Cleaner. Yeah, I was gonna say. Maybe. You can still get them, but you've got to pay them more money now, which I think is fair. But having like um, uh, not Ch- uh, Cho, ours Cho has always been honest with us. Well, how's just Cho charge? I have no idea. My mum pays it. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the point so is, she could be charging a thousand dollars a clean. No, no, no. She, she. I don't know what she charges, but like, she's very nice, and she brings us spring rolls. Get it. Uh, continue, Ali. 
<laughs> no, that, that was pretty much it. Uh, like, I'm just explaining that how the the cleaning situation is pretty abysmal b- at the moment. Yes. It's not just coders. That is troubling. That is very... Keep an eye on that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed the difference as well? Do you go home now, you open the door and like three chickens run out? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we don't... It's not crisis mode. uh, We we just clean ourselves. (laughs) Oh, shit. Unfortunately. Shock horror. Shock horror. That's where it's uh, it's gotten down to. But we never had heaps. Like my mum would get sometimes get cleaners and now she doesn't even do that because it's too expensive. Dude, it's a sad anything. thought, though. You shouldn't be cleaning. You should just be sitting in your electronic massage chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that electronic massage chair is boss, though. Oh, it's amazing. It's insane. My mom has never spent that amount of money. I contributed to that investment. chair, too. What? What did you do? It was for $5,000, that chair. Shit. Mm. And I contributed... Five no one thousand dollars. I, I contributed one thousand dollars. That must yes. be a good chair, man. Well, I'm gonna be honest. Hey, to bring it's worth maybe four thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. To bring it full circle, they were selling those at Aldi for like a cool hundred and fifty. No, yeah, I but those are them. shit. They're not electronic. Oh, they're not. Well, you no, have to do it yourself. Ah, oh, they're just lazy boys. Fuck. Okay, my bad. I think, yeah. I think that I was still sort of being like, well, Lazy Boy's still good, but it's not one of those ones you sit in the fucking airport where you're just like, like he has one that's, that is better than that. That's fucking I weird. swear that in, in theirs, the reason why it costs $5,000 is it's not even electronic. There is just a large Fijian masseuse in there from <laughs> one of those resorts that just hides in there. Or just, that's what the Oompa Loompas did after that movie. Hey, we need to discuss it. Yes. The biggest thing that happened to us this week, which is that Miss Love and I went to Adelaide. Yep. We only had access to Amazon Prime until Sandy gave us her password. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in that lull, we watched, I think, the only movie that is available on Amazon Prime, which is Dune, obviously the best one, the 1984 rendition. Fuck. Was it good? What do you know about Dune? Not much. What do you know? What do you know? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all? Yeah, no, genuinely Oh nothing. my God. I know God. it exists. Have you seen a picture of the front cover of the book? Isn't it this? Pretty much. Ah, well, that's Doom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a syllable Ooh. away. I don't know if you should be wearing that shirt, but anyway. <laughs> Good on you. Nah, fuck it. Fuck yeah, it. fuck him. <laughs> no, don't say that. No. I said fuck it. Bite on friendly joys. <laughs> How about we, the last thing that we talk about before uh, we go? June. Oh, sorry. sorry we got to say that. But uh, if we're running out of time, Miss Love, can you give us your... Because everybody's big criticism of the Dune movie when we looked into it was they were trying to condense something that is arguably more complicated than Lord of the Rings into an hour and a half. Yeah. Not a success. Well, you know, yeah, it's not a success. It's also very ambitious, I've got to say. Sure. So you've got to give him points for that. I personally loved it. It probably had a lot to do with the fact that I was stoned, but I thought it was mad. Wait, were you stoned? Where'd you get weed It from? was Adelaide. There's some awesome legendary dude in his, like, 40s or 50s who just said, hey, yeah, mate, just that wasn't open, it. opened up a little pouch, gave us a stick. But... 
We smoked like every, every night. Every second dude. person that came up to me <laughs> after the show. Well, what else were we going to do with it? Yeah, we're going <laughs> to smoke it. You were the most adamant of smoking said substance. But like, yeah, the, I was motivated. Yeah, the said were. substance, do, he gets he gets really paranoid when he does it. Did he get paranoid? Ha, huh. dude! All he did was like laugh at Sting's stupid hair. It was mad. <laughs> well, non-existent. One hair. night he did run away, and I was like, oh no, he's been thinking about tax reform too much. And then like. <laughs> And then, like the next day, I was just like made him bacon and eggs. I was like, rise and shine, sh- uh, rise and shine, sleepyhead. Expecting him to be, you know, curled up in the corner, branding a butcher knife just with blood splooned all across the floor, and like you know, bras written in blood on the walls. Being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was expecting. He was just, uh, but he just drank too much and threw up. Damn. That's the end of that mystery solved. Yeah, that was. Uh, was basically I, a party I, I, I wish that wasn't revealed, but yeah, why? <laughs> I'm just so shameful, what, isn't it? Who gives a fuck? I do that like every second week. Yeah, but shameful? you also don't have a self-help channel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Forest Hall YouTube. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so we we were watching it. The criticism was that an hour and a half is just not enough time to encapsulate the essence of one of the greatest fictional works in English literature. It's only but one then Miss Love summarised it in 30 seconds. And that, I think that the answer was, it doesn't need more time, it needs less time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you remember mean. what it was? Yeah, I remember it. So pretty much, like, just to give you an overview of what happens in June, there's, uh, like, an emperor, and then there's, like, all these houses that are competing for power. And there's kind of like space witches, I suppose. They've just... <laughs> It's such a shit movie, dude. Was it? Yeah, it was so bad. But sorry, go wow, on, go on. We does really change your perception. It's because, because I was- you've seen, you've read the book and you were projecting. It's like when you've had a, for you, you'd eaten a long time ago, a really large, delicious dinner. And that movie was the little Macron at the end going, mm, yeah, well, it finishes it nicely. And for me, they just handed me the Macron. And I'm like, I'm still hungry. And I'm like, that's it. Masterpiece, right? <laughs> There's like a That's a good metaphor for what happened. That's why yeah, you like it. it. Is. So it's not your fault. It's not my fault. We both just had clouded vision, our own our own uh you know, biases. But uh sorry, go on. Wow, you really summarized that art is subjective. Yes, it is. It's all just based on life experience. Yes. Uh, but you yeah, there's these space witches, I suppose, that have just refined their powers to the point that they can do things like read minds and in the book they can like teleport in little pla- small amounts of areas because they've just honed their brain so much because it's the far off distant future that it's almost magic, right? Awesome story, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Amazing that's a, that's a story. Incredible. That's a good plot. I'm not paying the story out. No, and I highly recommend everybody read that book before the movie comes out. There's a poll going already. What? June 2021, get hype, not hype. I'm voting. Get hyped. Get hyped. <laughs> get hyped. All oh, right. <laughs> and get hyped is trailing by 20%. No one's hyped. No, get hyped is on 60%. Not hyped is on 40. I thought it'd be higher than That's that. That's what I think. Anyway, sorry, I, I keep interrupting. Like Conan between Lennon, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Lennon. Um, Lennon. 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 Yeah. yeah, who was the better night show host? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with proletariat? <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, <laughs> um, 
they need help. They just don't want help. Am I right? Uh, and uh, yeah. Hopefully that was the. Punch. I thought you meant John Lennon. John, uh, yeah, oh. nice. Who's John Lennon? Happiness is a warm confederacy. <laughs> Mashing to get the two shits there. <laughs> Go on, let's just keep talking about Paul Trade as you fuck. Anyway, uh, they give birth to some, like they've just been breeding these witches for eons. Well, they're hyped, hyped one. Hell yeah, but Don't. not by much. No, I doubled it in the end. Fuck. Glad that we came through. Yeah. But and five people voted, unfortunately. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it just they 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 raise this small child who's this small little girl that has like extra extra sensory powers. Not that you'd know from the movie. No, all you know is why is there a small little <laughs> leukemia patient on screen? Yeah. It's just this one bald child staring around with blue eyes. And Miss was more freaked out about that than those scary eighties puppets of this tumor baby in a tank. Yeah. He was fine with that. He was just like, okay, that's fine. That reminds me of my old boss at Sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> is he uh, cutting lettuce up? What's, what, this is a weird plot hole. <laughs> he keeps asking about spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spicy sauce of the medium. <laughs> El Loco. I didn't work at Sombrero. But yeah, the kid was scary because it was just Miss Love shrunk down wearing, I suppose, the thing that he hates most in life, a burqa, pretty much. Oh, for just fuck. that with his blue eyes, I suppose, peering through. That's why that guy can is psychic. because He's been eating so much spice that he has the same powers as the Mordeeb or whatever the fuck they're called. Benny Gezzet, that's it. But yeah, what was your summary of those events? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, no, it was just this. It was just, uh, so it's like the finale, you know? So it's like the last scene. And then she just goes like, he, well, I don't want to ruin the story, but essentially- It's just an hour and a half of them saying to this very handsome man being like, is he the one? Yeah, and then she's like- Can it be? And then she's, and then my summary was just like, uh, <laughs> just kind of like, yes, it is true. He is the one. And then it's like, yeah, who the hell are you again? It doesn't matter. Roll the credits. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's these ones like to camera just sort of like, Paul Atreides, played by some guy who did two movies in the 80s. <laughs> yes. It's Sting for some reason. And some guy Leonard Nimoy's in it. I don't know if anyone noticed because everyone in this movie's ball. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was the most like slapdash mess of a film. Like it, it was just, <laughs> it ruined the book that I haven't read for me. Do you know what I mean? It Because you'll be picturing that when you're reading it. Yeah. You're getting post-traumatic yeah, stress. Yeah, I kind of wish I didn't see it. <sighs> but Look, I know. have the complete opposite view. Ali, I highly recommend that you just watch the 80s rendition of June. Don't worry about the book. <laughs> don't, don't worry about the sex movie. <laughs> and then if you need more you. than that, just watch the 2005 TV series that no one hey, knew existed. Which, and well, which will be better. <laughs> it's getting a vote now. <laughs> David Lynch's June is heavily behind, but that is shifting as we speak. Rapidly. Because Rapidly. now you know the summary. You, un you don't understand the genius behind it. I also which was love, that he just didn't want to explain the bald child. I also love that David Lynch just put himself in there for no reason. It's just like, uh, uh, we've got something coming in from one of the spice harvesters. Uh, Mr. G you know, G fucking 
Whatever your name Asan is. Hassan Gula. Hassan. <laughs> How is the mine? And he's there just been like, hey, this this New Yorker from Brooklyn's like, the, the spice is looking pretty hefty here. Uh, not any pastrami sandwiches to see in spite, over. I force myself in all my movies. It's clever, right? Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did force himself in the movie. That was I think him. that was just... Him getting filmed on his weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Him in pre-production for the film. I'm strapped in the in makeup. There's a lot of sand. <laughs> Fuck. It was so bad. Well, you guys had fun in Adelaide then. Adelaide was great. Adelaide made up for it. Adelaide was June. <laughs> it was yeah, the- I liked Adelaide too, but I will describe Adelaide as the 1984 June of cities. Yeah, <laughs> I fair, thought it was fair. sick. But, like, I liked the sets and everything. You and know, people was- did smoke so much weed that they kind of did have extrasensory powers. Yeah. And people were walking up to me while I was sitting there smiling, being like, no, no, everything's fine. They were like, something is troubling in the force. <laughs> they knew something was up. I know. And I can guarantee you if you were in Perth, they would not know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Here, drink more Coopers. That will help. Yeah. Um, no, I did love Adelaide. Maybe, maybe that, that, that might be the... Uh, oh, shit. David Lynch's Dune and Dune 2021 is 50%. Come on. We all know which one needs to win. That's so unfair. Do your bit. One has been Paul ended. Huh? Paul ended. And we, oh, it did hit. It's a tie. Holy, Holy shit. Man. That's unbelievable. That's like the draw we had in Tekken that one time. Exact 50-50. I'm so proud of you guys. There couldn't have been a better response to that. That's amazing. Wow, the Sorry. Logan Paul of fights, you know, that's happening right here. Incredible. Oh, I took that off. Uh, should we, you can go into that if you want. We've got, what, how we, yeah, we got, we got a bit, like, if you want to finalize with well, that. Well, I guess the last point is, <laughs> this hey, is so trivial. I had a challenge for us that I didn't do. I will do it next week. Uh, Kim Jong-un's apparent weight loss prompts speculation over North Korean leader's health. So apparently Kim TMZ Jong-un has lost that, weight. Huh? Okay, now Jordan, this is from. Sorry, you you guys can look at Guardian's. Uh, I'm sorry, are we it. in the third world? Since when is being obese healthy? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I was saying. That's him in yeah. 2020, July 2020, and this is him now. He's identical. <laughs> the Guardian is running uh, low. Hey, why why didn't the Guardian write an article of what's happening? He just looks Whoa. healthier. <laughs> He looks healthier. Apparently, he's a very heavy smoker and a drinker. And at, at this point, he was 140 kilos last year. Uh, the Guardian should be writing. And now he's 138. On- <laughs> it looks exactly the same, doesn't it? That's one more time. I really need to look at this. 2020? Uh-huh. 2021. He has a tan now. <laughs> These are like those Alex Jones weight loss pill ads. This is that. This is that meme from The Office. <laughs> Look at me now, folks. I am huge. It's basically that meme from The Office. You know where that girl is just sitting there and saying, "Uh huh, that's the same picture." Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> it's basically the same picture. Anyway, I think like uh, uh, Guardian's looking for content. <laughs> 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 On that note, great, uh, great final segment, dude. Let's be honest, it really came so through. Weird. Well, <laughs> great final segment. It ruined the <laughs> credibility of the whole episode down the tubes. It's almost yeah. more obscure than talking about a film from the eighties. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is. That was weirder than June. Thank you. But anyways, do you, do you guys think? Do you guys agree that this was one of the most difficult podcasts that we've done? Yeah, Trying I, to ignore the elephant. Yeah. 
Well, look, it's going to be like that for probably like two more months. So <laughs> get used to it. Get used to it. But thank you guys for. All, but we, I do want to make this point. Like I've been getting, all, all of us have been getting, a lot of messages of solidarity and support, which we really appreciate. Yeah, we appreciate. There's it. a legal fund that is available on friendlyjordies.com. Yeah, that you it can is. go and you can know. donate because uh, look, we can't get into much, but. We're going to oh, need that on, money. They, dude, they've got enough. Donate to our Patreon. <laughs> I think they've had, they're, they're good. They're good. All right, fine, fine. Scratch that. Actually, withdraw your money and <laughs> put it into Friendly Geordie's <laughs> podcast Patreon. Yeah, come on. Yeah. What's better? Where you can listen to the Up Late podcast. We'll be talking about all the things we can't talk about. Here. That is true. Except we have that. more Except liberty yeah, more, there. More June stuff, really. And what I think No, we can it. talk a little bit about that stuff. All right. You get a, okay, yeah, scoop, we'll give you a little scoop. taste. We'll, we'll give you a little up. taste of I what- I promise. Is going through our head no, at but the it, moment. But, it, but Chiku is right. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> that's him, by the way. I think that uh, everyone's out, everyone's support and outpouring has just been absolutely overwhelming and just beautiful. It really has been, though. Mm. And Especially Asher Wolf from the AUWU. Shout she out. She gave it an opportunity to take a barb. Did Thanks, she? Asher. What she, what, what she took a dig. Uh, I've already said too much. Okay. All right. I'll play. I'll play. Thank you so much. Tune in. Bye, bye, guys. Thank you, Thanks guys. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Play us out. Uh, no, not that one. No, Top. No, no. Red. No, no, no.